With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello you miserable bastards and welcome to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn. I have escaped Mark Jardin's Ayrshire Love Dungeon. The coup is over, your leader is back. Joining me is Andrew Christie. Good evening. And Sam Smith. Hi Mark. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, we'll head straight into it. One each against Hearts. Um, is that point gained or two points dropped, Sam? Eh... Uh... I mean, I said before the game, I'd have been very happy with a point, but I think after the way the first half went, you've got to try not to be too negative, it still has a point gain, but we could have had a lot more. I think, uh, obviously, you, uh, obviously, it was you boys that were on the, the commentary. Uh, I just, I think that maybe there was a, I think a chance we grieved the one that went behind them. I think everyone thought the grief scuffed it on the ground at the time. I don't think a lot of people realised that the ball, I never realised until after the game that Main actually put the ball behind him. He's obviously hit that chance inside the the six yard box and ballooned it over. And you know, at that point in half time, it could have been three 0 up, and, you know, well at a sight. But I think all in all, it was a, a really good that kind of really just typifies what we've been brilliant at all season. Just team like Hearts with a lot of good ball players, you know, Snodgrass and Mackay especially. We're nicking the ball off a, a good team in midfield and we've got possession breaking on them and making plenty of chances. I mean, I think the stats showed that we only had 25% of the ball, but we done more with our 25% of the ball than Hearts did with 75 You know, passing it between Civic and I don't know who the other guy they had at centre-half is. I'm actually not that great with Hearts backline, in fairness. Kai Rolls. Kai Rolls, that's the one. Like, passes between Rolls and Civic. If that's where the ball here possession is going to be then I'm fine with that they're not going to do anything on the halfway line so but I think the the first half was as good as we've been all season to be honest I think front to back we were tremendous we were you know quite happy for them to have possession and um, 
just hit them really well in the break. O'Hara and Bacchus were just pressing, battling and just hounding hearts into like mistake after mistake. And Gogic in particular was um I thought he was exceptional on Saturday. He was uh, you know, kinda did really well at cutting off Robert Snodgrass and therefore um kind of hearts supply and then attacking threat. Uh, I think the opening goal comes from Gogic kind of harrying Snodgrass at making a mistake. Bacchus picks up the ball, gets gets filled on the edge of the box. But um I we should have really been out of sight by half time as far as I'm concerned. I think Grieve with that volley. I think if Greaves played a bit more football recently, it buries that. And uh, the one that was a bit, just like you say, I think it was a pass, it was a bit behind him, but um, can I try to give him the benefit of the doubt? One reason I'm not massively worried about the chances he's missing is because his movement to get into the positions to to miss those chances, I still think his movement's fantastic. I think he's getting into the right positions, he's doing it, making the right round, he's running, is exceptional. So I think the goals will come. I just think he maybe needs to that kind of cliche of just get that first one and kind of get his confidence back right because he looks at a player that's maybe a wee bit short of confidence in front of goal. Trying um, too hard for it. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? We shall obviously get a another point that we'll come to soon, but we'll, we can talk about the, the actual goal, like from like cracking free kick from Ryan Strain, like from the commentary box, we didn't realise it was a deflection. Yeah. We went yeah, mental, yeah, we were talking about how good a finish it was and this uh, and that, and then... Goes someone, right off Tony Sibbick's face, doesn't it? Someone messaged me and went, deflection, young man, and I was like, oh, well, who knows. We really so we really do get done uh, at, during comms by not having replays. We must... Oh, aye, on the On the live feed, we must look like absolute idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean... Me and you, Andrew, obviously witnessed it firsthand with that penalty. I how hard that is not to have. Yeah, how hard that is not to have replays. Or I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if Hearts TV had. Don't think they did. We kind of had a look up, but I don't know how yeah. they got the better position on the gantry. We are uh, just we are just tossed to the side, aren't we? I mean, you can even but see. We, it do, on we the do have a GoPro. That's we true. do have a GoPro now, so. and you can see it on the footage when we score that um, that Bobby Borflick's in prime position for. Oh. The- <clears throat> To see us celebrating that wee sideway side look glance that he gives us. There's a wee side eye, doesn't uh, it? So actually, I'm, I'm happy with us being on the lower deck if you get to see <laughs> the away team's commentators watch us celebrate. And you can stand and sometimes watch analysts that are on 200 grand a year play a bit with a laptop. So. Do, you know, that would have been, do you know how good would it have been if that GoPro was there? With us celebrating the oh, wild that Rangers with the Rangers football analysis sitting right next to us that, that much was... so that he actually unplugged us at full time. Aye. <laughs> if anybody was listening to the Rangers game and they wanted to know why we got cut short, him he pulled the plug and pulled our plug out as well. So he was he was done with you. <clears throat> Aye, he was done. He was he was too busy getting into his P forty five after that. But uh, I, I think I think the kind of main turning point in the game for me was when uh we took we took Bacchus off. I think obviously we'll touch yeah. on it with the penalty claim. There's, it's one of the ones that there is there is obviously the contact. There's enough for him. There's not enough for him to go down. But by the way and how inconsistent referees are, like it's all about the interpretation of the referee you get on the day and the guy you get on VAR. And you know, I, I've said before, I'm a I'm a huge fan of us diving and cheating to win stuff like. I think it's yeah. only Ross that yeah, doesn't when, agree with it. When Ross I've, isn't on the podcast, we can wholly say that Misery Hunters completely endorses that type of play. Yeah, I have no, I have no issue I with it, you. and I, I think there was, I think Cochrane does kind of leave a leg out, and I think if Bacchus was maybe a bit 
better at it than they could have maybe had a had more of a claim. But I think it was, yeah, it was it would, pretty, it been extremely soft for it to be given as a penalty. But I don't yeah. think it was a dive. Like it's not a book <sighs> dive, maybe. Nah, I think it, it was, was a dive. <laughs> Oh, it was definitely a dive. He's, he's made uh, he's made the most of very minimal contact. Like I mean, it just depends. I think it just depends on what referee you get. You know, if you get a referee that's the whole SPFL has an agenda against Murren, and you know the the referees are working against us. I remember we spent like what it was after that Celtic game. I think it was me, you, and Mark that done the podcast. Like me, you. I think was it Don Robertson that was the yeah, referee. That, that, he must have spent about ten, fifteen minutes talking about that night. Like there isn't an agenda against it. Well, the referees are just absolutely shite up here. The referees are so bad, and that's what happens when they're not. We'll, we'll get not to professional. It's not their. It's not their full time job. Mark was telling us a wee thing about the VAR um, instant later on with Marcus Fraser, which we'll we'll get to later. But it will show that this referee had no fucking clue what he was doing. Aye. Um, Aye. But yeah, Canu Canu Bacchus coming off like completely opened up Robert Snodgrass essentially, and he was Aye, like, Snodgrass had the had the flip flops on and the cigars. Up. Yeah, I think the they kind of in the second half they sort of ditched the. I think they were kind of three four three, maybe three four two one, some variation of that in the first half, and then I think in the second half they sort of switched to more sort of kind of conventional four four two almost, which with Mackay coming and a more set. I think Mackay was on the left, Forrest on the right, and uh, I with Snodgrass in the middle, they were able to control the midfield. Um, I Barry Mackay kind of ran everything for a good 20, 25 minute spell almost. Uh, Alex Cochran down the left saw a lot of the ball kind of huffed and puffed without really doing much with it but even then having said that Hearts didn't didn't create a lot I, I can't remember a, I a head the, up the uh, that Shankland took which I, I, I pretty, <clears throat> pretty missed by his standards but um, that and the goal the goal which was obviously very very fortuitous by Snodgrass I think it just kind of it's a ball that maybe the conditions make a bit harder. Just kind of confuses and confounds everybody. I don't. I don't even know. I wouldn't even like to say who is who is to blame. It's just one of those. It was, one of those I ones. think if there's anybody to blame, you've kind of. I, I did see people just jump straight away and just assume it was Tanzer. Yeah, it wasn't Tanzer. It was Dunn, and it, for some reason, Dunn. I don't know if he's forgot who it was. It was on the ball, but he's shown Snodgrass on his left foot, but just. I think for all his career, like everyone that's watched Snodgrass knows that he's not particularly great. He's right foot. He's not like Snodgrass isn't going to swing across him. He's right foot, and if he does, it's not going to whip and bend in towards the goal the same way it would as it did with his left. So I think Dunn does need to shoulder a wee bit the blame for that. But it's it's a cross that freak it takes a freak bounce and curls into the corner. There's not really much you can do about it. Um. Scott Tanzer always comes down like sometimes rightfully like criticised for his performances and he was getting a lot of he was fine for this game. The weekend. I didn't I didn't see any issue with him at this. I thought this was probably one of his better games. He was he was absolutely fine. I think it's we've we've all seen it. <clears throat> we've all seen it with someone before. Like for whatever reason, folk need a target and folk need someone that they can vent their frustrations at. And I think well I think Scott Tanzer's just kinda a victim of everybody else having particularly good seasons and Tanzer kind of I, I do think there's obviously been a drop off the last four or five weeks he's definitely not been not been at the races <clears throat> but like 
you think back to games that he has had this season, like you know, particularly against like Celtic and Rangers at home. Like, I thought it was excellent both of the games. I thought he was great in the day we won away at Dundee United. I think most of the home victories as well have been fairly. I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a really big fan of Scott Tanzer, and I it would be good to maybe get a wee bit of competition in, but. I don't think it's as urgent as what some people some people are kind of trying to make it out to be. Like it, it's obviously nice to have competition for all areas, but I think we're you know we're hoping for Tate to be back in a couple of weeks. So I obviously the news with Tate is he may be back kind of sooner than kind of I'm expected, not shocked. So, yeah. I am not shocked by that at all. Can tell that guy's been doing CrossFit probably for the day after he gets his operation done <laughs> to keep himself fit. But uh, I think there's just a lot of Tanzer's getting a lot of heat, which is. Uh, some ain't fair but quite a lot of it is unfair for me well, well we were talking about whipping boys so we'll now talk about Olisanya and his brief cameo so much criticisms came down on him which I think <coughs> is slightly unfair like that when he came on there's one thing you could see he was eager to prove a point like I, I, I have 100% faith and trust in Robinson and if he thinks there's a player there I'm going to go with it because it's also it's something Robinson's repeatedly said he's mm-hmm. said there's a player and um I believe it was one of the bounce games we played over the World Cup. I think it was a Blackpool game where, by all accounts, Olasanya apparently was the best player in the pitch. Ran yeah. the show, yeah. But um, I think the kind of reaction on Saturday night was just so over the top. I think it's not fair. Without it's not fair. With, without kind of coming down on any other players, I would I'd be interested to compare Olasanya's performance on Saturday with uh, Greaves' first performance before us in February. It's, they're just both kind of raw players and it's the kind of player that Robinson wants he, he can see that the raw materials he's got with a player are, and then he can add the coach the things he wants to coach on top of that and he was shouting and screaming at Olisanya without the, his um, kind of brief cameo but somebody he kind of feels he can get the best out of and that the the shot where um, he kind of picks the ball up and runs uh, smashes the ball kind of high and wide it's Apart from anything, it's the exact same thing we saw with Brophy the week before. It's not something to, it's, it's to beat a striker with. He, he can <laughs> back himself to take the shot and fair play is not, not done. I just I don't think I just don't see the point in writing some somebody off this. I'm not I'm not saying he's, he's a world beat he's gonna be brown. I just like I don't know. We don't know. That's all we can it's say. Carbon, he looks keen. Like that shot was a carbon copy from one earlier in the season from Ayunga, and it was after Ayunga had a great match, but he, I can't remember what game it was. And he went through and goal and he, he hit it so far and wide. And there was Morecambe fans on Twitter saying, oh, there's the Ayunga we know from the, like, the replay. It was one that was on Sky, I think. It must have been, was it against Celtic? I don't know. Maybe been against Rangers, I think, another one you're talking about. And um, he, 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 all the Morecambe fans jumped on it and said, aye, that's exactly what he's like and stuff. So, like, and, and I'm no, remember- I know who you're talking about. Uh, it was the first game of the season against Motherwell. Was it? Where he ran through and mm-hmm. he hit the shot with his left foot. Mm-hmm. Aye, I know the one you're talking so about. It, it was a very, very similar instance. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I saw someone on Twitter arguing that Brophy, Brophy's miss w- wasn't as bad a miss. They both fucking missed. It's like you can't. Even, both of them didn't hit the target. It just who got closer to the target doesn't count. Aye, he's an eager player. He's wanting to make a. Um, a statement and show the fans like he's had like also like, Brophy's was fucking worse I know yeah also he's Olisanya had, had a guy touch tight in front of him Eamon Brophy had fucking cut his mane 
feet away from him and all he had to do was pass it and he fucking shanked it off the bloke. Mm-hmm. I think it went way past the side netting. There's not even a comparison between the two. Like Olasanya, I don't know what he's trying to do. I don't know if he's trying to shoot or take a cross, but I just don't understand it. Like, see if you're in a, see if you're playing football and you're Olasanya. You're, I mean, what age is the guy? I think he's only twenty-one. <clears throat> is it, no, is he a wee bit older? Actually, I think, I think he's maybe older than you think. Maybe twenty-three. I mean, maybe about twenty-three, twenty-four. He's played at a low level for most of his time. Middlesbrough took the punt on him because they've obviously seen something that they liked. Didn't work out there for whatever reason. He's come up here. Like, I, I do not doubt for a minute that that guy is not busting his balls mm-hmm. to try and make it at this level. Because, like, if it doesn't work out, then yeah, he probably will need to jump back down to like the sixth or seventh tier in England. But if it does work out, then he's he's looking up. He's looking as if he could probably make a career out there. And like, it's it's just no nice to see a guy. Get, I mean, there was people actually laughing when he was on the ball and that in the ground. It's just that. It can't be nice for him, and it doesn't really set the best example for guys that you're looking to bring in because folk are just going to be like, "Oh, their fans are assholes." I mean, I know at the end of the day, players look at a lot more than that. They'll look at money, but why would you try a leg if you're Holosanya if you know that folk are just going to get on your but on your back regardless? Like when he took that first touch, the edge of the box, I think he stuck a leg out to try and trap something that went a wee bit loose. There's folk groaning. The, the same, the same sort of shit that Ethan gets if he makes one mistake in a game, like. Aye, he's a young guy, he's raw, he's playing at a new level. He's got off his back, support him a wee bit. I mean, these are the same folk that thought Ryan Strain was shite. So. That's the thing, people keep going back to... Oh, I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Ryan Strain. No, but, but like, people were going back, oh, against Airdrie, he was fucking awful. The whole team was fucking awful. Declan Gallagher was pish. Fucking um, Ryan Strain was getting compared to Matt Miller. The wasn't great. It's, it's, you cannot compare a player from that, then from to go through, what did he break his foot? Or his ankle, or broke his, his toe. toe, broke a toe, yeah. Um, so a broken toe that's ruled him out. He's in a new style of football. He's not been able to train with the guys. It's a tough system to get used to. But once mm-hmm. once the player buys in and gets used to it, that's what it pays off. So they we're just bedding them in, like people. I, I think Sam said before we started recording the podcast, people's estimations need to go down. Like, like we're not saying messy here. Like players are going to make mistakes. Like fucking get off their back and support them. It's just the kind of the pool, the pools that we can uh, swim in. It's taking a chance on people. See, to take a step back, say, well, the is a, a kind of a project that's not worked. That's that's one signing of a group of signings that that's uh, every, really good. Every, every other signing's been absolutely bang on. <clears throat> so, as I don't know why they need to write this person off so quickly, comes from it. Because we just, like I say, we don't know. We've only seen them for about 10 minutes. And these players, like, they don't live in a vacuum. They'll see the tweets about them. They, they hear the shouts about them. So he's probably come on. He's come on the pitch almost a step back where he's got something to prove. And that's where the kind of maybe overzealousness, over being a bit keen to try and prove himself. And I just don't see the point in that. Just... Go off his back if he's if it does turn out he's shite then he goes goes elsewhere and that's the end of that. But it just it serves no purpose and I mean none of us believed Curtis Main was a player last season. Look how wrong we turned out. No, they fucking abused the guy for six months. Some as were right about Lee Irwin though, straight yeah. to the off. <laughs> but uh <sighs> just 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 lay off the guy, man. That's not nice. But let's be honest, we're probably gonna see a lot more of him. 
now yeah. over the next few months. So, I don't know, back the guy. Like, I, I think the likelihood is that we're probably going to see Lewis Jameson come back. I think Airdrie signed, I think Airdrie signed two, strike, two or three strikers in the last week. So, the likelihood is, and I think their fans were speaking about it, that we're going to see Jameson come back. Like, Brophy, I mean, hopefully we can get rid of him. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to see Olasanya get 10, 15 minutes here and there. It's not going to be the end of the world. Like, he's, he's a cheap option that we've not really had the luxury of having been able to take on a guy. On I don't know, I, I'm guessing he'll be on about 500 quid a week. It's low risk. Like, aye, just let, let it roll. Yeah, let, the, bit, let, the management, let the management team do what they think is the best way to get his results because it's, it's actually worked very well for him so far. No, mean, point, no point in losing the heat, is it? No. No, for something. We're in the best position we've been in ages. Like, like why are we losing the head over a pl- like that? But I don't know. Um, he done Speaking all, of losing the head. <laughs> we done, he done really well winning that foul, but unfortunately, well, we could talk. I think there's different opinions um, sitting on, on was this a sending off or not. For me, it is a sending off. I think it is. Like, and the more I've watched the replays, like, and everyone's shown from different angles and that, the more I watch the replays, he doesn't even need to make the jump. That's what's annoying. Yeah. He, 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 he kind of leaps into it. it. It wasn't needed. And just the way he plants both his feet down like that, it's it's stupid, I think, it's silly. It, he, he should know better. He's a more experienced player. And for me, it's a sending off. I think it's a stone wall red, to be honest. I think there's um, a few kind of heavy tackles happen in the sort of 10, 15 seconds before that. I think he just gets caught up in the momentum of kind of a few kind of heavy challenges and uh, George Grant takes all the sanging down with himself with a pretty kind of cynical tackle uh, and I just don't know why he's, he's dived over I think maybe rush of blood to the head you can see him sort of almost catch himself in midair mm-hmm. tries he makes a point of trying not to land because apart from anything if he lands on Grant with two feet Grant's in half so he didn't didn't land on him um, it wasn't like a straight leg landing on him, but yeah, I just don't know why he's why he's decided to do that. I don't know. I don't think he'll know why he decided to do that. I think if that's if that's the tables are turned and that's someone doing that against us one player, I think mm-hmm. we'd have people calling the cops on it. I think uh, it's. But um, at the time, I thought it was a bit harsh, but I think. I think when you look back, I think in the rules he's he's reckless and out of control. I don't agree with the the reason that the red card was given, and I, I don't know if the club have maybe because obviously violent conduct's a a three game ban. Like yeah. I don't think it's violent conduct. Violent conduct. I, I don't know. Well, violent conduct is where it becomes kind of subjective, doesn't it? So I, I, I know you're what you mean. To me, implies that there's been intent to hurt him. Like. I, I don't think there's any intent to hurt him. I think he's trying to jump, no hit his teammate, and get the ball. I don't think there's any, there's no malice in it. He's not went into do George Grant because if he did, then he'd be stamping down with a lot more force, uh, a lot more force than he actually did. Like, I, I, I think violent conduct is quite subjective. I don't, I, there, there's no malice. Maybe by the letter of the law now, it is a red card, but. I don't know what it would fall under. Like, mm. I'm not really. Is it like serious foul play that would maybe fall under? And that only carries a a one match ban. Whereas, like, that- I mean, Erehon is Erehon bingo that guy and is only getting two games. But Fraser's 
getting three games for something less severe. It doesn't. It, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's see. Um, I don't. I don't massively have an issue with the red, but uh, what I do have an issue with would, was the. So we had a free kick from that from the George Grant foul, which, unless I'm kind of misunderstanding the rule, misinterpreting the rule, should still be our free kick after that red because it happens off the ball. Because, like, I, I'm I'm willing to be told that I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like after Ethan Erehan's red card against Kelly last week, the ball the play continues with the throw because the ball was dead. So surely it should be. Well- continuing with the free kick in a fairly dangerous prison. Is, is that not right? Yeah, so this is the point I was going to bring up earlier. So we bumped into Mark after the game and he sits not far from the VAR thing and he said that he could hear the referee talking and the reason why the VAR decision took as long as it did is they, they knew it was a sending off straight away but it was whether it should start as a free kick to us or a free kick to them. That was the whole thing that like apparently he kept repeating but was the ball in play when, I, when it happened? So... Essentially, the, and referee, it wasn't. the referee had no idea and yeah. the decision was made in the VAR room it was a free kick to them. But it, it shows you that like that referee was so inexperienced. Like, so, Who was he? Who was the referee? Uh, Chris Graham. Chris Graham. I've, never, I've never seen the guy in my life. Like, he uh, did our uh, game against Kelly, the 0-0. And, and he was also fucking honking that but, day because um, I remember the referee being particularly bad that uh, year. I don't know if he's a... I don't even know if he's a particularly new ref. I just don't. It's not a name I'm that familiar with, but I, I, thought, he had, I thought he had had to the best of games. Well, the, the, the other the, thing that he made the mistake on, I think, might have been earlier on, was it Olisanya that, that kind of won the ball and kicked it towards a player uh, and it hit the referee. And it hit the referee's and back, stopped yeah. stopped it and gave the drop ball to Hearts, which shouldn't have been uh, the case. It, it, again, it's like one of the ones that comes down to interpretation. Like if there, I think, well, I mean, if it didn't hit the ref, it was going to one of three Hearts players. But I think... You don't know that. I, 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 that is the thing. Like you don't know what the referee doesn't know who's the referee's in that bad a position. He doesn't know who's near him, so he's just kind of it's guesswork. I think the, I, I did see a, there was a guy. I think it was a former referee. Kind of tweeted about the, the incident and said that the reason that Hart's got the free kick is because you you punish the more the most severe incident. And obviously, yeah, so, the, so the, the violent conduct kind of supersedes that decision because that's why I went back and looked at the Erehon decision just to see. But um, ah, it's just, I don't know. I'm just not 100 sure. And obviously, the, where the free kick was, there was another chance to be had. Um, obviously, with Fraser going off, all the Sanya gets the old Grandpa Simpson treatment and goes straight back off. Which I think is uh, harsh on him. Like, see, obviously, it's harsh, it was. You can, see, you can see why. You, you but, want yeah, to be a bit more a, defensive, so, and a bit more defensive. You, who's you gonna know have, Who's going to have you know it as well? Game, it's probably going to be Curtis Main. You can use him a wee bit more. Yeah, I think yeah. if you've got if you've got ten men, and I think at that point there was still a couple of minutes left. With how long? Yeah, there was. Doesn't take like if you're wanting to get out, go with the tried and tested. I know it's not probably what Olasanya wanted to see, but I think deep down he'll know. And I, I think kind of Robinson and O'Carroll made a point. I kind of I think it was O'Carroll more spoke to him and he took him off. And I, it's just unfortunate that it was him. Just but exceptional again, circumstances, isn't it? You're getting people sarcastically cheering the sub when you're like, it's, it's no good for the guy, man. It, it really isn't good. It doesn't paint our fans in a great light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I said it before, but just, just hang off him, man. It's not nice to see. I mean, speaking of Caro, when we were walking down the, the tunnel to go to the comms, Caro came at the manager's office and went, all right, lads. I was like, how's it going? Uh, we're in there. Well, yeah. 
We'll say that before. Keith Lambert spoke to us as well, gave us a handshake. And... Lovely guy. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. firm handshake as well. Smells amazing. Suits, oh, it smells suits, incredible. Suits fantastic. <laughs> right, so, I think we like Lasley on here. Oh, 100%. I think we should we should cut the last 10 seconds if we ever want to see him again on the podcast. He did actually say, he did say he would come on at the end of the season again when he done his podcast. So. Oh, nice. Well, Is he not best again. pals with Grado on that now? We won't get a look in. I know. Anymore. <laughs> People, Remember who we, made them famous? We did ask to do something at the club, and oh yeah, it was fine. And then then they ghosted us, and then all of a sudden they rocked up. Hmm. Wonder what Gradle would be like on comms. <laughs> Fucking that podcast is awful to listen to. <laughs> I know none of them will listen to it, but have you ever tried listening to it? Like they just talk over to each other. I listened to the Lasley one, but that's as far as it ever got for me. I mean, bear in mind I have been on said podcast before. So. <laughs> I, that, to be fair, that's the only one I've ever listened to, was the one you were on it. I see. And then, I, um, before that, but like, even when I was on, it's just fucking rabble talking over each other. They're like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I thought we were quite bad for that sometimes, that we are rookies compared to them. But, ah, well. They're, they're, they've not got the talk sport money we do, so. Nah. <laughs> I wonder if we'll get another advert from the Saudi Oil Public Fund. <laughs> I just need to clarify, we've, we've actually not had any money for that yet, unfortunately. I we have. We've had one paper. The, the, the Saudi public fund. Oh, well, not that. Well, I don't know. That we've been paid I, where, do you, where do you think Mark is just now? <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he afforded such a luxurious uh, love dungeon in Irvine? It's... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'll look to Hearts on Friday. Um, it's a bit of a daunting experience or daunting thought especially with the players that are missing I believe Andrew may have a list of all the players who are currently missing I do have a list Uh, so we are without some of these are kind of potential or not so yeah so without Erehon, Tate, Gallagher, Dunn, Strain, Ayunga and Fraser Uh, obviously Gallagher and Strain are question marks at this point um, Ayunga too as well Oh, sorry, aye, yeah. Um, I, I imagine Robinson's keeping his cards very close to his chest with those announcements. Um, but that's a, that's a very good team right there mm-hmm. that we're missing. That's, um, that's uh, part of the reason why, we're also, why we've been so good this season is uh, <laughs> unavailable, unfortunately. But I think it uh, gives us a chance to see big Richard Taylor. I imagine he'll start... I, maybe I, I think we'll, I, if Gallagher's to miss out, I imagine we'll maybe go a back three of Taylor, Shaughnessy, Shaughnessy. and Gogic. Aye. Yeah, because obviously Charles Dunn is suspended. Aye. Um, I'm, I'm slightly worried that a lot of people will like. I feel that this is the battering we've been waiting for. This we are going to get battled. And if it's Richard Taylor's first start, I feel like a lot of people are going to form yeah. opinions of him as like Olasanya, as they do with everybody. Like mm-hmm. we, uh, I, we don't have a good record at Tain Castle at all, and um, mm-hmm. with the energies we've got, I'm not, not massively looking forward to what might happen. To be honest, I think <sighs> they, I think they were, we were fantastic inside. Don't get me wrong, but they were very off their game, mm-hmm. and I don't think they do that. Two games in a, two games in a week. Uh, so I don't, I, know, I don't know, man. I I think we'll surprise a few folk with the performance. To be honest, I mean it's I, under the Friday night lights. Ma- magic happens, doesn't every it? Every team, every team in the world should have a hundred percent record under the lights. <laughs> that's just how that's just how it should work. <laughs> but unfortunately, that it's impossible. But 
I, I don't think I, I think a lot of people probably underestimate obviously we're missing a lot of key players I, I think I, I reckon Gallagher will play I don't I think if he was on the park getting fitness tested at half one on Saturday it probably means he's close and yeah. I'd imagine he'll play we've not heard anything about strain presumably because I'm I think they might be trying to keep it quiet and keep it under wraps. I don't think they want stuff going out to the press. I'm going to be shocked to see his rock up with Gallagher and Strain in the in the starting team. I don't know if if Gallagher's fit. That means that Taylor might miss out. I don't know if they'll maybe go with put Gallagher or maybe put Gogic on the left hand side and have Gallagher and Shaughnessy in the centre and right spots of the three. But mm. I, I I don't think it will be the the disaster summer. I think that will be. I think. I mean, that's it, there's not... When you remember what's in midfield and what's up front, you know, if you've got a younger back, we've got Main and a younger back, then we can utilise Grieve the way he's he's best, you bring him off the bench. Midfield's still going to have Bacchus, O'Hara, Kilty, possibly Gorgic, depending on who's fit and who's not. Like, we've still, we've got a very good squad this year. I mean, that's it, there's been quite a few games this season where... It's a relatively new thing as a Superman fan. You look at the bench and you think, oh, fucking hell, that's a really strong bench. There's not not a massive drop-off between the starting living and the kind of squad players. But yeah, I don't want to be too doomongy because we've still, whatever team starts will be a, a very capable side. But um, I'd obviously rather have, rather have these players than not. Aye, mm-hmm. oh, big time. Big time, and obviously Hearts are Hearts are going to have the boost of having a couple of new a couple of new guys, and I, I think they are probably still going to be as is squad wise. Yeah, injuries. I don't imagine. I, don't, I think I think I Kingsley think, might be back um, potentially. But, yeah. like a, a big fan of big fan of but Even at that, I don't think he'll get a look in over Sibikin uh, roles at the moment. They've both been they've both been pretty good. I don't think no, they're going to be. I mean, say, saying that, like historically, Robbie Nielsen does tend to think he's quite smart so you never know he could he could have some mad 4-1-5 formation up his sleeve that would just rock I, out because I, I do think Hearts are, I do think Robbie Nielsen will probably go for it though I do think they'll start pretty top heavy attacking yeah. wise yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see them kind of go with the shape that seen them that sees them kind of go with it I think it's the 3-4-3 three, three that kind of sees them go with the, yeah. the two number 10s and behind the striker like if, and that's if you're going 3-4-3 three at the back, I fancy Shankland, Mackay, and whatever other player, if it is the new lad order that plays, or Forrest, or they've got a, they've got a lot of players that can hurt us up there. But you know, we've we've beaten better Hearts teams with worse Mirren teams. So I think some of them referred back to 2006 when we beat them and Stuart Keane scored with 10 minutes to go. <laughs> I think that was the the George Burley team as well, which should like you. I think like. Euro winners, future nine million pound goalkeepers, and guys that run about twenty grand a week. So, I mean, I do, I do love going to Tynecastle. It's a really good oh, class. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I fucking hate Hearts as a football team, but the, it's Friday night in Tynecastle. It's going to be a really good night. And okay. Aye, good atmosphere. Either way, we get get some cans on the train and make the best of it. But aye, ideally, a uh, we win as well. Olasanya screamer. Yeah, I'm gutted I won't be there, but I will be watching it with certain beers, which uh, I'll be able to tell you more on the Patreon. So you know, three pounds a month, and you'll find <laughs> out that information. Get the discount code out in the Patreon. You yeah. sly dog. 
Um, but uh, I mean, I, I'm worried and I'm going to keep worrying because usually when I'm worried, I, they do tend to surprise us, but I don't want to go in thinking, I think we'll be surprised because then we'll end up getting pumped, you know, just that's the way that works. So I'm going to think, I'm, I'm going to say we're going to lose 4 now. I think after all the optimism, but I've, I've get smacked back down to reality. I think Hearts will win two one. I think it will be pretty tight, and it won't be as far apart as some suggest. But Hearts are a good team. They've they've certainly motored on since they came back for the World Cup break. And I don't really expect this to be any different. I am. Um, I think it could be a wee bit of a humbling, to be honest, but. Um... You can you, you always hope, don't you? What's what's the point if you don't think if you don't go in thinking you could get something? So ask me Friday and I'll be saying I think we'll win three now. But aye. How many cans of don't get don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like there's there's parts of that hearts team that's there to be got at. It's not it's not a big um, time. Aye. We saw on, on Saturday there, like I thought we tactically played them very well. And um Again, the obviously we've got this horrendous away form, but it's it's, got, it's going to change at some point. So, I fuck it. Why not Friday? How good would that be? That'd be excellent. Aye, that that would be very good. This is a this is what well, I think this is the only the second away game of the season I've uh, planned not to drink at. The only other game I planned not to drink at was a uh, United away. So. And I saw you at Dundee United away and you, did, you were not successful that day. <laughs> no, I, mean, oh, I was there in the end. But... You're not going to be successful this Friday either, are you? No, I'm actually not. I've, I've been feeling the, the hangovers are seriously beginning to take their toll as I reach the grand old age of 24 in a few weeks' time. So. It's about the quality of beer you've been drinking, so... That's, that you need a certain better carry out. I think they've changed the recipe and tenants because they've been giving me some honking hangovers lately. <laughs> Do you know what doesn't give you a hangover? Jenny, don't be hazy. No, I, I beg to differ. That hangover. <laughs> yeah, I, had after I, I the, the very much after, beg to differ. <laughs> the day after, the day after your shop, I was, I was done in. You all went out with tenants afterwards. Aye. And tagged it in, on, untapped in my shop. <laughs> That's because you sold it on draft. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> well, isn't that we did that? That's good. Plan. <laughs> Aye, he's dead. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll move on and we'll talk about. Um, I, I generally can't be asked talking about it because it's so we've already talked about it. It's all been laid out that this isn't that what the accounts were going to look out. Aye. Then the accounts what? have been announced and everyone's losing their shit again. So we'll go over Drop to everyone's favourite correspondent with the whole thing. Sam. <laughs> I'm giving this the quick two minutes it deserves. I don't want any any comeback on it for any of the two years. We're gonna quickly gloss over this because it's something that it's been done to death. Like they aren't as bad as they've been made out. I don't think everything is as bad as it's made out to be. Obviously, the big headline when you look at it says you know one point six million loss, but there's obviously context to it. Like, well, we've obviously to the like, costs have increased at Ralston. <laughs> Why have you done that? <laughs> Do you need to fucking edit that bit out? Your fucking tool bag. <laughs> I'm not editing that. that, that can, no, I'm keep, we'll keep that in. Ah, we'll right, I'll uh, keep it in. Sorry, that was uh, Kirsty coming in and knowing my dinner last time. So, <laughs> uh, No, I, what I was saying, obviously the headline looks worse than what the actual the actual reality of it is. And I think there's a lot of people who 
they'll look at the headline and think, oh, it's exactly what we expected. You know, it's nothing, nothing came out today that we didn't know already. I don't think that everyone knew that we were going to post a bit of a significant loss. But I think it looks as if for maybe investing, to me, from the outside, it looks as if for investing, maybe try and get a better return from it long term. The board have obviously said they've got their, their strategy to break even, you know, to, to operate a break even by next year. And, you know, who knows how this year goes. We could finish fourth, we could get to the semi to the Scottish Cup. Like, we could end up making a lot more money than we budgeted for. But obviously, you know, we've got a guy like, I think, I still think Erohan will go this month and he'll, he'll make his, yeah. you know, okay. the 350 grand that was quoted in the papers. We've obviously got a guy who was at the World Cup a month ago who, again, make us a fortune. I think there's just a lot of context in, in the accounts that people are just going to look at the headline and assume the worst when if you look into it, it's not actually as bad as it seems. And I know you said you didn't yeah. want any back or forth from us, but Aberdeen posted a £5 million loss and I just want to let people know who are tweeting. £1.6 million loss is a loss and not debt. We're not £1.6 million in debt. Also, one point six million is not two million. Facts. <laughs> and I think on that we can move on. I mean, there's nothing to move on to. That's the podcast over. But uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, Miseryhunters.co.uk if you want to buy any merch. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Miseryhunters for uh, extra bonus content. Uh, Three pounds a month, you get access to the Discord and loads of other stuff. Extra podcasts. It's all good. And um, I should also mention that we also do a monthly competition on um, on the Patreon. So if you sign up, you pay your three pounds, you automatically get entered. Last month's winner, which is undoubtedly the best prize we've done so far, which was eight kebab pies. Aye, so the um, that Kerry offered who yeah, had uh, one, unreal. Who, who unfortunately was came back for holiday and only had one. So <laughs> Kieran offered's dad. Um, as a Patreon and one kebab pies. And he said they were lovely. He said the one he had was nice. Uh, I think his neighbours enjoyed the rest of them. So, <laughs> I don't go, don't go on holiday if you're planning on uh, <laughs> being a Patreon just in case you win pies and then you kind of get them and by the time they're back throughout a day. But, um, thanks for listening and um, as always, fuck Alex Ray. Fuck Robbie Nielsen. Fuck Robert Snodgrass. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.